Get ready for some Sunday night thunder. The Minnesota Vikings and their Purple Palace will be hosts on Halloween for the Dallas Cowboys and Minnesota. A three-point favorite looking to make U.S. Bank Stadium a house of horrors for one of the best teams in the NFL. Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, will be on the call. Pre-game at 6.30, kickoff at 7.25. And the voice of the Vikings joins us for our weekly Vikings Views here on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. It's brought to you by our friends at Pfeiffer Zippelman, by Plastic Surgery Associates of South Dakota, and by Midco Sports. PA, the Vikings went from about a two-and-a-half-point underdog earlier in the week to a three-point favorite as we record on Friday midday. Might have a lot to do with Dak Prescott. Not sure if he'll be able to play with his calf injury. That, you know, the way things transpired, John, on Thursday, about an hour after Dallas's practice, uh, for the point spread to switch from Dallas minus two-and-a-half all the way around to Minnesota minus two-and-a-half, that's either some significant intel or you have uh, those who do it professionally just riding deduction and deducing cap injury things that are being said and and a point spread so it's a massive massive move if uh, Dak doesn't play and Cooper Rush plays that obviously gives the Vikings a better chance to win you know I think when it comes to handling Dak I mean if he's battling a cap injury they're uh, they're not going to move him around that much so that's going to limit what he does um, I, you know, just uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm going to be shocked that he plays. The Vikings know that the Cowboys, no matter if Dak plays, are not going to have to lean on that running game, especially if it is not Dak. Now, Ezekiel Elliott's been rushing as well as he has in a few years, and the Vikings at times susceptible to the run defense, and they'll be without likely Michael Pierce, the run stuffer up the middle. So uh, how does this look for the Vikings defense? Well, I mean, with Zeke, he went for he, he had a good game against the Vikings last year. I think he caught a touchdown. But I got to draw a line through that one, man, even though it was a close game. I mean, we got no Kendricks. We, you know, uh, Kendricks might have played, but we had no Barr, no Hunter. The secondary had guys running around who were never going to play in the league again. So, you know, Zeke had a good one last year. 2019, he averaged two yards a carry. And, and you know, and that was a game without Linval Joseph. Armin Watts, a rookie, filled in for him. So, you know, specifically if Dak doesn't play, then you can really commit more to the run. And and I guess single C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, which is a little risky, and they're tied in Dalton Schultz because he's good. If Cooper Rush plays, John, I ain't saying the Vikings are a cinch, <laughs> but if they lose a Sunday night game at home on Halloween nationally televised <laughs> to Cooper Rush, I mean, come on. So we, we thought that 96-yard drive at the end of the Charlotte game with, uh, with Darnold, uh, was rough, uh, this would be worse. I agree. And, and we'll go to the other side of the coin, too, because Dallas has one of the best pass rushes in the NFL, one of the best corners in Trayvon Diggs, who has six interceptions, seven through six games. That's amazing. Yeah. However, how can the Vikings passing game exploit that? Well, I'm not I'm not willing to take the leap and say Trayvon Diggs is one of the best corners in the NFL. Um, I mean, the seven interceptions in six games, I got a lot of respect for that. Uh, what else is happening around him? Is he jumping routes? Is he guessing? Is, are people getting behind him? The answer to all that is yes. 
Uh, so Trayvon's been very opportunistic. He's a very, very good corner. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, you got to play in this thing three, four, five years before you 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 get me to look at somebody like they're one of the very best. Um, and, you know, Jefferson, Thielen, and K.J. Osborne uh, at home with that crowd and with this quarterback and Dalvin off the play action, I'll take my chances. The last one I have for you. The fact that we do know Dallas can pass rush, Randy Gregory has turned into a beast, the former Husker. How do you see the Vikings, uh, the Minnesota moving company against the Cowboys well, front? Well, the, the team hasn't given up more than two sacks in a game and gave up zero in the Carolina game. So, you know, the, the Darasaw brian O'Neill uh, bookending tandem at tackle, uh, that, that has the potential to be very, very high-end. Having the crowd on your side in this game, John, I just can't stress enough how important that is. 20 years and now 400 games in as the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. First of all, congratulations. Second of all, do you remember the first game? What do you remember about the first one? Well, the um, the first regular season game was 2002 at Champaign, Illinois, while they were renovating Soldier Field. Uh, the heat index was about 110, 115. Vikings lost in overtime. Uh, Jim Miller was the quarterback, and he found former Michigan wide receiver David Terrell in the end zone to win the game. Uh, the first game that I called for the Vikings radio network, uh, I believe, was in 2001. They had hired somebody named Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. He got fired after one or two games. They needed me to do a Viking Steelers preseason game at Metrodome. Uh, that was the very first one. I didn't get the job in 01, uh, but it kind of played itself out. And uh, God placed me exactly where I was supposed to be, play-by-play voice for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I, get, um, I get none of this credit. God gets all the credit for putting me in this spot and providing me with a skill set and a following that I have. I'm very blessed to have it. I'm not worthy of it. But I'll take it and do the best I can to uh, to entertain people. Well, the last question I have is, how do you look back on the twenty years? How, do, how would you define uh, it's been, it? It's been, I mean, it's it's been a miracle, man. I mean, I didn't go to college. Um, I didn't, I didn't, you know, really get into the broadcasting business until my mid thirties, and and I just, it, I'm just very touched. I mean, it's, I didn't realize it was my four hundredth game. I had people around K fans starting to tell me that. And it's great, man. It's just been absolutely fantastic working with an individual team for that long, sweating those losses and enjoying those wins on those bus rides on the road and the plane trips and the friendships and the players. It's 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 been a miracle. It's just been it's been unbelievable, and I give all the thanks to God. Well, most would disagree that you don't deserve it. It's uh, been a very authoritative and defining voice. It's a clear identity. You know when you're listening to a Vikings game, and you know when you're listening to Paul Allen. And we appreciate the conversations every Friday, and have fun on Sunday, PA. Yeah, you're very nice. I appreciate you, and uh, have a great weekend. <laughs> Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, every week brought to you by Plastic Surgery Associates of SD.com, by Pfeiffer Zipplement, and by Midco Sports. Vikings, Cowboys, the kickoff about 7.20, pregame 6.30, exclusively in the Sioux Empire, right here on Fox Sports 98.1 AM 1230 KWSN. We'll talk to you next week for another Vikings Views. I'm John Gaskins. Thank you.